Good morning, listeners. You're tuned in to Mercury, a broadcast of hope on 870 AM, and this is day 170 of our broadcast. We have a submission from a listener to read today as part of our Stories for Stories project. This is from Seth, who lives on the south edge of our broadcast range. In exchange for his story, we've given him a copy of Edith Hamilton's mythology. So without further ado, here is Seth's story. I live in a trailer in the mobile home park just outside of town as you drive south down the highway. Or walk south down the highway, which is probably more accurate. I haven't seen a car since the first week after the outbreak. We had a lot of trouble in the park pretty immediately. All the homes are close together, a lot of people in close proximity, not a lot of fortification. It was pretty much a recipe for disaster. Add in the fact that drug use wasn't out of the ordinary in the area, so odd behavior didn't send up the same warnings for us that it would have for a lot of people, the zombies had a good foothold in a good majority of the residents before anyone really knew what was happening. Luckily, I'm quiet and clean and kept a stocked pantry of non-perishables, so I was able to wait it out without much issue, and suddenly I was the only living body in the place. I saw some nightmares from my window, but no one crossed my threshold. I know some of you might be wondering why I haven't left. At first, I was just too scared. People have a fight-or-flight response, but I think I have a third instinct to hide. Maybe that makes me more rat than person, but I'm still alive, and a lot of brave people aren't. And once everyone was either dead or living dead and migrating onto the next target... It was kind of nice. I like being alone. Something I used to hate was the dump. It's right next to the mobile home park, if that tells you anything about the types of residents who could afford to live here, if that tells you anything about me. To be honest, I hated being outside my trailer before the outbreak because it was impossible to escape the view. The smell wasn't bad except in the hottest week of the summer, but the looming image of the mountains of garbage sent shivers of revulsion across my skin every time I drove in through the gate. But as the months went on of silence and peace in my little domain, I felt the pull to spend more time outdoors. I also felt the need. First, I just scavenged from the other mobile homes, but eventually I've had to work my way farther outside to the other rural homes and even to the shops on this side of town. Slowly, I found the sight of the junkyard to be a symbol of safety and security. It meant I was returning, empty-handed or with a full bounty, to a place that I knew and a place that I had already survived in for so long. One morning, I stepped outside my trailer to have a good look around the park, and I walked over to the edge closest to the junkyard. And I looked at it. It would have repulsed me to examine the mountain of garbage before, but this morning, I suddenly saw it as a thing of beauty, and within the juxtaposition and jumble, I began to see the shape of an angel. I knew it was really just a tattered umbrella lying partly open next to the sweep of a dinner plate leaning against a sink basin and so on, but I could see it plain as day. I have never been an artist. But I guess I am now. That morning I walked over to the junkyard and I retrieved my angel and with the help of plumber's caulk and hammers and nails and some trial and error, she stands tall just inside the trailer park fence. 
Over the weeks and months, she's been joined by a stallion and a rose and a happy turtle and a few smaller angels. I'm led by what I see in the junkyard, and I think I just see angels the most. Maybe it's because I'm feeling so lucky to be alive that I imagine I must have some heavenly protection. Maybe it's just because a lot of things happen to look like wings. The junkyard also gave me this perfectly fine boombox that I used to listen to you three at the station, the aluminum bat that I used for protection, and probably the nicest couch I've ever owned. But the best thing it's given me is the art. I don't know what I did to deserve it. Anyway, I've wanted to ride in for quite some time in order to let folks know about what I've got going on in the trailer park. I don't know if anyone is interested in seeing it, but from the sound of you three in the station, there are at least a handful of people out there who would really like to see something beautiful in the world right now. If you'd like to visit, I'd appreciate a donation of sorts. Any extra food you'd like to share or something else useful. It's not necessary, but I think a little kindness back and forth goes a long way. Hope to see you soon. Thanks, Seth, for the invitation. I know I, for one, will be trying to get down there as soon as possible. The creation of art is such a sign of hope to me. It represents the best things about being a human. And I'm so happy to hear that it has survived and that, Seth, you have survived. To repeat, Seth, he lives in the mobile home community next to the dump outside of town heading south. For Mercury, a broadcast of hope, I'm Agnes Drew. Take care of each other.